Round Guy Radio Sports is brought to you by these great sponsors, McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs. Jennifer Fagan of Neighbor Insurance has the knowledge and expertise to properly insure your auto, home, life, business, farm, and crops. Along with this experience comes compassion and the sense of urgency to help you when it is needed most when you need to file a claim. Jennifer Fagan is not just an insurance agent. She is your neighbor. Contact Jennifer at jennifer at neighborinsurance.com. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. And Richardson Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa. Well, we are back in Kyoto, Iowa for the Hatfield and McCoy style matchup between the Sigourney Savages and the Kyoto Eagles. We got Coach Dakota McCombs of Kyoto. Uh, welcome back to the program. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Well, uh, who are we starting tonight? Uh, Aiden Anderson. Aiden Anderson. So it's your, your number one guy, uh, and he's he's got uh, uh, no inning restrictions so far this week, right? Yeah. No, he's gonna he's gonna go till he's leave the game's done or hits 110 pitches. So he's this gonna, this gonna is. And this is the only game he left you got this week anyway, so so it's uh, it's the A-team as uh, they used to have on in the 70s. Yep, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good game. So. All right, well, what are we going to have to do uh, uh, to come out on top against the Sigourney Savages? It's a pretty tough team. Uh, patient plate. The, the big thing for this one. Uh, sounds like you're going to throw a read, so uh, it's going to be patience at the plate and make sure the ball's there to, to hit and uh, you know, take our opportunities when we have them. Well, your your defense has really been playing stellar behind you. Uh, I don't know whether you've been working hard out in practice or it's just a progression of game that's making that happen. But do you think you'll be able to, to play the level of defense that you've been playing? Yeah, I'm not worried about our defense anymore. I mean, they're they're really uh, coming along. We put a lot of work in practice, and I mean, the game time's definitely helping too. So, uh, no, they're uh, they're coming along. I'm pretty excited to see uh, how they continue to progress throughout the season. Well, what about the bats? They were also oiled up pretty well, and uh, it's pretty much everyone's hitting. Billy Kendrick started hitting. Uh, um, uh, Sarin's, Chase Aaron's still clubbing the ball. Evan Vivito's uh, uh, coming off a three-hit performance. You got two-hit Tanner. And uh, the player I'd like to mention is Caleb Waterhouse. He's been playing a pretty solid second base and getting a lot of timely hits this year, too. Yeah, no, uh, Caleb's been, I mean, around for quite a while. He doesn't really get a lot of recognition, but he does what we need him to do a lot. I think his his very first varsity appearance was when he was a freshman, and I had him come in just a bunt because, I mean, that's that's the kind of kid he is. I, I had him come in because I knew he was going to be clutching the bunt. So, uh, no, he's he's a senior this year, so he's been, you know, putting work in for about you know, almost five years now with me, so uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely progressed quite a bit. Well, whether it's Aiden Anderson or Dalton Dodd or, or Cole Kindred, you know, they're just not a real weak spot in the lineup, is it? No, I, I'm pretty happy with how we have, uh, have our, well, how our bats are going. Uh, we got a few guys that are, are hitting the ball hard, just not falling, so our, some of our averages aren't as high as they should be, but uh, no, we're, we're doing all right. I mean, the only thing that really matters are runs and RBIs, so 
That's the only thing that really matters in baseball. So uh, that's what we're looking for. Well, anything else we need to talk about? Nope, I don't think so. All right, well, we'll get you ready for the game. Thanks for being with us, Coach. Yeah, thank you. How are you doing, sir? We got Coach Crawford uh, of the Sigourney well, Savages here. Are we going to interview with my my counterpart right here? Already did his. Yeah, I didn't get to listen to it. Well, <laughs> back it up a little bit. You got my uh, lineup. Yeah, I got you. All right. You got me one, too. Huh? Uh, you got me one, too. You want it now? I mean, at some point, I'd like to put it in my book. <laughs> Thanks, I got you. Yeah. Yep. All right, go ahead. So yeah, we're here with the Lee Crawford, the coach of the Sigourney Savages. You've had a pretty good season, but you've had a couple t uh, hard-fought wins. Tell us a little bit about the Bell Plain win yesterday. Uh, we were we won that game three to one. Uh, we had Caden Clareham pitch ninety pitches, went uh, six and two thirds, I believe it was, or six and a th he went six and a third, uh, struck out like six, walked a couple. Uh, we didn't get our bats going right away. Uh, their pitcher did a pretty good job keeping up, keeping us off balance, and uh, we had to take advantage of some pass balls and stuff like score some runs. And uh, our kids fought hard and got a three-one win out of that. Well, uh, did Ken Clareham had a home run in that game? He did. He had a home run. Yeah, left he had center. a home run in the in the Wilton game, and I yep. got to see him really blast one down the line uh, to left field uh, in the yep. Bella Christian Pella game. Christian game. Yep. Yeah. So uh, what, his bat is really coming to life. He's got more bat speed, and the ball's moving off his bat better than anyone I've seen in the league this year. Uh, uh, what what's been the, the key to making so much progress? This well, year? He, he's put a lot of time in. I mean, he, he starts early on in the winter, and you know, doing some uh, PBR stuff and going down to gamers, and I tell him and uh, puts a lot of time into his hitting and his pitching and has worked hard at his craft, and you can kind of see the results of that. Yeah, you sure see the ball jump off of his bat. Well, what about, uh, do you have another game this week? We have two more. We play two more games? We're, uh, we're playing Don Bosco tomorrow in Mount Mercy uh, at 530 JV start, and then uh, Don Bosco's ranked, I think, third or fifth in the state. We're going to try playing them. Uh, pretty good game, and then uh, Friday we're at home versus English Valley. All right, so you're gonna have to manage your pitch, pitchers to not uh, tonight, but through the rest yeah, of the week. Bit. Yeah, yeah so. a little bit. We set some things up for the later in the week. So who are we starting tonight? Uh, we're starting Reed Molnix tonight. Reed Molnix. Okay, I think I saw course. him pitch uh, yep. against. So if he can stay in the strike zone, I think he'll be doing. Yeah, the, he uh, seems pretty focused. Yeah, at batting practice, he was very focused and. You know, didn't really talk to anybody, just stayed to himself, and uh, you can kind of see it in his eye a little bit here that he's ready to go. Well, you did win a game 3-1 to one without playing some pretty good defense. Who who, uh, who out on the field has really shown a lot of good defense for you this year? Uh, we've just been getting good production, and we've, we've had we've had our share of errors just because, like we talked about before, you know, we're, I shouldn't say young anymore. We're inexperienced right now. Um, you know, we got good production out of our outfielders. Our infielders have done a nice job, you know, Cole McKay and, Brady Clark up the middle did a great job the other night. Uh, you know, Solon Yates at first base, we DH for him. Uh, but, you know, honestly, he's done a great job at first base being a, a freshman for us. So, Well, yeah, you've got a lot of talent. Uh, what about the Kyoto Eagles? They're coming off of a big win. Uh, they've already had a no-hitter this year. Yeah. The, their bats are swinging well. Their outfield defense has been outstanding. They don't really seem to have soft spots in the lineup. Uh, what's the plan to, uh, to get a win tonight for you? Uh, just come play our version of ball, throw strikes, play defense, and uh, hang around long enough to get a win, hopefully. Okay. Well, thanks for being with us, Coach. Thank you. Well, I uh, want to thank the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, for sponsoring high school baseball here today. We're going to get you the lineups. Uh, go. Uh, I got uh, Andy McGuire here. He's going to read you the Sigourney lineup. All right, batting first, number 27, Ty Shafronik. In the second spot, number 32, Jake Moore. Batting third, number nine, Caden Clarehan. Batting fourth, number 45, Isaac Bruns. 
Number five is number three, Max Phillips. Batting sixth, number two, Reed Molnex. Batting seventh will be uh, Jaden Thompson. He'll be your DH for the night for Solon Yates. Uh, batting eighth, number 20, Cole McKay. And ninth, Brady Clark. All right. Well, uh, Bubby's going to give us the Kyoto lineup. Number five, Kenny Ward has a McCrow. Good evening. We'd like to welcome the Savage Business Company to the home of your Kyoto. We'll be right back with starting the game. Well, we're getting started here. Once again, I'd like to thank the Packwood Locker. First inning is going to be brought to you by uh, Southeast Iowa Today with John Bain. Aiden Anderson is on the mound for the Kyoto Eagles. He'll be opposed by Reed Mullinex for the Sigourney Savages. Well, uh, I haven't seen Aiden pitch this year yet. He threw a no-hitter in the game I didn't see. Uh, he was the first pitcher to get eight wins. He wound up uh, one of the leaders in wins in the state last year. Had a great year, but he is the number one guy this year. Yeah, he is, absolutely. He's the ace for your Kyoto Eagles without a question. Last year was, uh, had the best ERA on the team. The team was led last year by a really good uh, baseball player who's playing in the collegiate level right now, Southeastern Community College, Colton Clarehan. Uh, both of his brothers are actually on the Sigourney roster tonight. But uh, Aiden Anderson had a wonderful outing last week against Highland and got the win. Well, that's an excellent segue to talk about Caden Clarehan. Now, Clayton Clarehan uh, has already got two home runs on the area, the three-run homer uh, in Wilton. He got one uh, Monday night. Uh, uh, at Bell Plain, uh, he had a, a, a line drive double down the left field. The ball is jumping off his bat better than anyone I've seen uh, all season, maybe even last year. Uh, he made some tremendous strides since last year. He had some, some great games last year, but this year he just seems to really be leading the way. Yeah, he's a phenomenal baseball player. Baseball runs in that family's blood, and uh, I'm not surprised that he's hitting the ball well. He hit the ball well last year, and he's just taken another step forward this year. So phenomenal baseball player. Excited to see what he looks like. This will be the first time I've seen him in person this year. Well, Ty Shafronik steps in against the left-handed Aiden Anderson, and this ball game's just about ready to get underway, and here's the pitch. Swing and a line drive out the right field. Golden Dodds cover, and he gets it. And there it is, right off the bat. It didn't take long for the Kyoto outfield to, to make themselves a, a factor in this game. Yeah, great play from Dalton Dodd getting out there. Kind of hit the gap right uh, center. Dalton gets over there with that, uh, that that speed that he carries. Yeah, and he reads the ball well because uh, that ball was really hit well, and that could have been easily into the gap. Here comes the pitch. Ball just outside. Now we have uh, Jake Moore is at the plate. He's playing third base tonight. Sporting the number 32. Here comes the pitch. Ball inside. He's just barely missing. I can't quite see that. Okay, one and one it looks like. One ball, one strike. Here comes the pitch. Strike. Got the outside part of the plate. One ball and two strikes. Aiden Anderson not taking long. He delivers another pitch strike on the ground. That's strike three. It hits the ground. They, Aiden, Aiden McGuire throws down to uh, who's playing first base over there. That would be Cole, uh, Cole Kindred over yeah, first base. Correct. So two outs. Wow. He is making short work. Uh, he's got a strikeout and a fly out to right center that was run down expertly by Dalton Dodd. And he's on the mound ready to pitch again. Ball outside. Uh, the batter is Caden Clarahan. Caden Clarahan uh, might be leading the state in home runs with two in three games. Here comes the pitch. 
Uh, he went for he tried to hold up but went around. So one ball, one strike. I'm really impressed with this kid. His bat speed, the, the way he's barreling the ball, the way the ball's traveling off of his bat. Here's the pitch. Ball inside. If Dave Anderson can get past him, he's going to be in good shape. Two and one. Here's the pitch. Ball upstairs, three and one. He's looks like he's being a little careful. Doesn't want to give him something he can really groove, does he? No, he doesn't. But uh, Aiden Anderson early in this ball game, looking like he does have good command. Swing and a ground ball to third baseman Billy Kindred. He picks it up, fires over, and this inning is uh, at least halfway done. Yeah, yeah, uh, really, uh, really clean top of the first for Kyoto Eagle. Some really good fielding plays there, Hedzy Ball. You know, we've talked about it in the past if Kyoto can keep the errors down, Kyoto really can stay in this game. Well, uh, the games that they've won, they've had good, quick first innings like this. Well, uh, once again, this uh, inning is brought to you by Southeast Iowa Today by John Bain. He just had a big interview uh, of the the creator of the General Hazard, uh, the Dukes of Hazards, General Lee. Uh, quite an interview. That guy was a, a, a real serious Vietnam vet, too. Uh, so that was a, a interesting one. We never know what John's going to do or get, uh, but he always gets something. One of the things he got... Uh, on the air is the Kyoto Sesquicentennial mm, that mm -hmm. is coming up this yeah. next weekend. Or? Yeah, uh, June 10th, actually. Oh, June 10th. The weekend well, of June 10th, yeah. June 10th, and uh, the the pool, I believe, is going to be open. Is it open already, or is it, it is at the grand opening? It is not open, and uh, I, I'm optimistic that it'll be open, but maybe I'm a bit more of a realist. I'm, I'm questioning whether or not they're actually going to be done, but, you know, sometimes when you put your nose to the grindstone, you can make great things happen. All right. Well, Reed Molinax is on the mound. We got to see him against Pella Christian. Uh, he had good stuff, but he struggled to stay in the strike zone uh, and gave up quite a few runs in a short start that he got that time. But look at the velocity that he has. Yeah, yeah. I've seen Reed play a lot of baseball. Reed played on a travel ball team with uh, with Aiden McGuire, my son. And uh, I've watched Reed throw a lot of baseballs, and he is a phenomenal athlete all around. He'd be one of Scotty Melvin's favorite players. Uh, Reed's a linebacker for the SK Cobras. Same as Jake Moore out at third base. So yeah, Scotty uh, loves the linebackers. I do know that. Well, I, Scotty Melvin has some big, big, big news that involves Round Guy Radio. I uh, don't know if I should give it away yet, but it's uh, some new programming that he's going to provide. That is phenomenal. You know, you just uh, you got these little trinkets, you know, this little information. You're holding on to it just like last uh, broadcast. We were talking about what celebrity John Bain was going to interview, so now the suspense is building for what Scotty Melvin's going to announce. Well, I believe he's going to interview all the ones we said. He just hasn't gotten it done yet. Well, Reed Mullinex is on the mound and two-hit Tanner. Waterhouse is at the plate. There's the pitch. Ball upstairs. Uh, Tanner has a, a streak of getting on base to start the game uh, that goes back several games. This is cute to sixth game. Set. Here comes the pitch. Ball low. And two balls and no strikes. Tanner uh, is not helping him out any. He says, You got to come to me. And if he does come to him, he will be swinging. Yeah, there's definitely a reason that Tanner's batting in the top slot here. Here's the pitch. Ball inside. 
Pitch makes the delivery. Here comes the pitch. Ball four, and Tanner is on base in four straight pitches. And Caleb Waterhouse. You know Caleb Waterhouse really been underrated this year. But I'm going to really start talking about him because he's just played such a great second base this year. He's got timely hits. He's just doing a good job. Tanner takes the lead. Oh, a good swing. Reed Mullinex was in there, and I, I don't think he caught up with that a little bit. He had a nice – he might have started swing a little quicker. He got a foul tip piece of it. You can hear the tink come off the bat, so he's close. Here comes the pitch. Swing, and he, he timed him there. Foul straight back. Made some of the uh, guests uh, behind the fence jump back a little bit with that line ball. There was plenty of zip on that one coming off of that bat. Might have had a few gray hairs to me, to be honest with you. Reed Molinex up 0-2 after being losing the first guy. Swing and a miss with a high fastball. Well, Reed has reestablished his command. One out. Cole Kendrick at the plate. Throw over. Tanner dies back and digs that out in the dirt, but he is safe. Got Solon Yates over at first for uh, the Yates, the freshman. Here's the pitch. I think Solon Yates is going to be one of their premier athletes for years to come. And is he 0-2 on this guy? 0-1. 0-1. Here's the strike. No balls and two strikes. Tanner Waterhouse might want to think about going down, but Caden Clarion has a strong arm. You, know, you have to get a good jump if you're going to do it. Hopefully pick a curveball. Ball in the dirt. Caden Clarion scooped it up like a nothing. Cool. Kendrick at the plate. There's the pitch. Swing and a miss, and he strikes out. Reed Molinex, back-to-back strikeouts. Finding the zone, pounded the zone on uh, Cole Kinder there. He's having good luck while he's staying in the strike zone, but we got Aiden Anderson, I mean, uh, eight, uh, Evan Vivito. Strike one. There's the pitch. Swing and a miss, and it snowballs and two strikes. Reed Molinex is really having a great inning here. I think I'd just go ahead and steal. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. One, two, three, one, two, three, back to back, and I think it was a two and one or something on another strikeout. Uh, yep. Reed Molinex has a, a pretty good inning. This inning was brought to you by Southeast Iowa Today. Uh, John Bain's program on Round Guy Radio and the Packwood Lockers presenting all high school basketball. We'll be right back with the top of the second inning. Well, Andy, well, how did, what, would, what would you say about that first inning? Well, you know, it was kind of deceiving to see Tanner Waterhouse get the walk on four straight balls. Reed Molnix comes back and knocks down the next three batters. One, two, three. Really recovered nicely for the start of the game there for uh, Reed. But I think this is going to be a defensive battle. Well, left-hander against left-hander. This is Isaac Bruns. He's the center fielder. There's the pitch inside. I call him tons of fun, Bruns. 
This is uh, inning is brought to you by R and B Brakes. Go to R and B Brakes Facebook page and uh, get in on some of the best cards, sports cards, and baseball. There's a the pitch. They got a new one out. They're running a uh, quite the deal for this next uh, setup. Box of Bowman's are gonna break. Broke some NBA uh, uh, cards last night. You know, it's deceiving. When we talk about R&B breaks, you know, the first time you brought them on, since they're in Dubuque, and since most of our listeners are in southeast Iowa, I thought we were talking about an automotive company, like automotive breaks, like a brake company, yeah. you know, until we uh, talked about it last time and what they're actually doing up there with the baseball cards and breaking those packs open, breaking those boxes open, and seeing uh, what you can draw out of there. Here's a pitch. Well, R&B Banks provided me with some baseball cards, and we're going to be giving them out to the next kids that come by tonight. Tons of fun. Bruns is still at bat. It's two balls and two strikes as Aiden McGuire or Aiden Anderson. There's a lot of Aidens out here. Aiden Anderson pitching. Aiden McGuire catching. There's the pitch. Fly ball. It's uh, going out. Foul. Heads up. Looks like it winds up near the softball diamond. That ball was high. That was a hazardous to low flying aircraft. Lefty on lefty. Aiden Anderson with the pitch. Ball upstairs, and we're at full boat here. Three balls and two strikes. This is uh, their cleanup hitter. And uh, the leadoff hitter this inning, you wouldn't want to put a leadoff hitter on. Here's the pitch. A swing and a miss. Strike is a little foul tip, but Aiden, Ander Aiden McGuire holds on to it. He fires down to Billy Kindred. One out. Is that the first strikeout? Yeah. That is the first strikeout. First strikeout for Aiden uh, Anderson. Aiden Anderson, I, I called his, he got the first to win eight games last year in the game I called. Here's the pitch. Strike. New balls and a strike. Here comes the pitch. Well, Aiden Anderson does not take long. He does not need a pitch count. Really good tempo going here for Aiden Anderson. Good rhythm. Keep throwing the ball. Here comes the pitch. Fly ball. It's a little hotter than we've uh, normally seen it. And Aiden Anderson camps underneath a little pop-up. And there's two down. Well, uh, runs are going to come at a premium today. Yeah, I think this could be a defensive battle all night long. All night long. Reed uh, Mullinex. Max Bruns was the last hitter. You know, Max just, Phillips, I mean. I just mentioned that all night long. It took me back to your uh, peak in basketball broadcast. Was that uh, Pella Christian? Jake Long. All night, well, it was all of them. Uh, what's his name? That long kid. can't remember. He's a great player. They're going to really miss him over there peeking. Here comes the pitch. Well, he might be playing basketball. Grant Long, was it? I couldn't tell you. I just know that you graced us well, all there was one time uh, when they played at 5 o'clock, and I called him all day long. And then the next time, it was all night long. All night long. Here comes the pitch. Three. Nope, strike one. It's uh, two and one. Two balls and one strikes. Reed Long next to the pitcher. Max Phillips popped out to the pitcher. Here comes the pitch. Upstairs. And that's ball four, I guess. 
And there's the first uh, runner for the Sigourney Savages with two outs. As they move the lineup along, Reed Molnax is going to have a chance to get himself up. The DH is up. Jake Thompson sees DH for Solon Yates, the first baseman. First baseman, freshman extraordinaire, and the future of the Sigourney Savages, I would believe. Great golfer, too. Looks like we have a courtesy run over here, number 10, Ike Molnix, uh running for, who was that that just took the Reed. walk? Reed. Little brother for big brother. Brothers. A lot of brothers played uh, in the major leagues. Ken Force and Bob Force, Joe Necro and... Uh, Ken Necro, or who was the Necro? Joe Necro. I met Joe Necro once. Here comes the pitch. Well, I'm saddened to report that Tina Turner died today. Sad day. Sad 83. Day. I was once her bodyguard. I've done a lot, of, a lot of crazy stuff in my life. You were Tina Turner's bodyguard? I was at one concert. Did you have to throw hands down on somebody because they were getting surly on uh, uh, Tina? We were between Tina and the people, so they would have had to tangle with us to get to her. Oh, yeah. She must have stayed in her dressing room there. There was a lot of good bands there. Uh, one ball and two strikes, two outs. DH is up. Jaden Thompson. Swing and a miss, and that's strike three. And uh, another quick inning for Aiden uh, Anderson. I was going to tell you my meatloaf story, too, but I'll have to finish this one. So uh, I was in the Army over in Germany, and they had this gigantic rock concert. And uh, I, I went a, a detail, security, I let a security detail over there, and we were, uh, you know, kind of guarding the dressing rooms and keeping the concert doors out. Tina Turner was the headliner. John Lennon's son, Julian, was at the concert. Oh, wow. Although we didn't get to guard him much. He just landed on a helicopter pad and then walked out, performed, and got back on the helicopter. I don't know who sings Wild Wild West, but they were there with their Wild Wild West song. Which is pretty much all he did. He just sang that song and run off the stage. But uh, Foreigner was there. Really? Which I thought was a, a, a good place to see him because they were foreigners, I was foreigners, everybody was foreigners. And, and the outlaws, remember the outlaws? Uh -huh. Green grass and high tides forever, ghost riders in the sky and all that. But uh, Tina Turner, she was something else, man. She's an entertainer online with uh, Elvis Presley. She's tall, wasn't she? How tall mm -hmm. was Tina Turner? She wasn't tall. No? Maybe it was just the long legs. She had long five foot something. Long legs. She had legs five foot something. All the way. Up. All night long. <laughs> Here's the pitch. Aiden Anderson, the batter. Strike one. Aiden Anderson trying to get something going so he can get some runs on the board to get a win today. Runs are going to be tough to get. Reed Molinex is pitching fantastic. Here comes the pitch. Low and inside. This thing brought to you by R&B Breaks. You know, if you want to get in on R&B Breaks, just go to their Facebook page. It explains everything. Uh, they do baseball cards. They got a new football card one you can get in on. Here's the pitch. Foul ball.
They buy real expensive boxes and you can get a little bit in on them with a pretty good rate on it. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a fly ball to center field. Or a shortstop, I guess. The wind's blowing and over towards third base. Wow, that ball really moved once it got up in the air, didn't it? The shortstop winds up getting it. And Aiden Anderson goes to the bench. Looks like there might have been a little confusion out there between Cole McKay and Jake Moore. But well, it, when it went up, up it looked it. like the center fielder was going to just walk right underneath it. And then it just, the wind got it. Wind is blowing uh, to left field. Chase Aaron is up. Boy, has he been hitting the ball well. Swing and a foul ball straight back. You don't need to wait around because the ball is in the strike zone consistently. And he really has a, uh, I'm not seeing a lot of curveballs or change-ups or anything. It's pretty much the old heater. Yeah, he's bound the zone there. Fastball, fastball, fastball. And he's pretty young. Sophomore, I think. Junior. Junior. Right, right on in there. No balls and two strikes, one out. He's hitting moving. This could be the last pitch of the inning. It's five ball! Foul! Goes out of, out of the playing field. Down by the batting cages somewhere. I don't know that this kid isn't going to hit a home run this year the way he's been hitting the ball. I mean, the ball's jumping off his bat. He gets he got a barrel on one and really sent one deep last time. And took one off and hit the ball in the last game. But still, no balls and two strikes. Strike three on the inside corner. I guess that's just two outs. And here comes Aiden McGuire. Well, is Aiden, uh, does he like a good fastball? He does, yeah. Well, he's going to see one here in a couple minutes. Yes, he is. Maybe about 10 seconds. Reed don't mess around either. He just skips it and rips it. Here's the pitch. Wow, that wind is really getting strong, uh, blowing to left field. If you could get one up in the air, the wind would help you a little bit. Yeah, it would. Especially on that short side, 305 out to the left field fence, 360 at center. Here's the pitch. Ball outside. One ball, one strike, two outs. Kyoto Eagles at bat. Sigourney Savage is on the mound, bottom of the second. Little ball outside, two balls in a strike. Very good plate discipline for Aiden McGuire, the catcher. He's having a fine little season. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a line drive to right field. The right field is after it. He falls, he takes it, he gets it. And that's the end of the album. Boy, that's the hardest hit ball we've seen tonight, hasn't it? It was. Traveled really well. Well, baseball, high school baseball on Round Guy Radio brought to you by the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa. We will have more Tina Turner stories, and I'm going to tell you the meatloaf story that I owe you from the last game. I can't wait. Right after this. Well, the third inning is going to be brought to you by Elsie's Kitchen, elsieskitchen.com. Elsie makes, uh, she makes the dry ingredients for dips and soups and all kinds of stuff, man. We've had uh, quite a bit. We'll be bringing some of those dips along with us to give out in some of the games. Uh, uh, that's out of Copic, Iowa. Uh, they do a lot of like uh, events like old Thrasher stays and stuff like that. But they got a website you can order this stuff on. Here comes Aiden McGuire. 
Aiden Anderson, I mean. Swing and a miss on ball one. Now, this is Mickey Cole. No, it's number 20. Cole McKay. Cole McKay. Cole McKay. Okay, Cole McKay is up. He's a number eight hitter. Here comes the pitch. I think he hit him. He tried to throw a curveball inside, and the wind blew real hard, and I think it just nicked him. But, uh... There you go, Sigourney. You got your leadoff guy on base, and you got the number eight hitter. Now, Brady Clark uh, uh, is up. He's the s second baseman, and uh, Coach Crawford is really high on him. Says scrappy little player, and uh, uh, there's the pitch ball outside. But he really, uh, really believes in this kid. He is an excellent baseball player. Actually, uh, did some some catching in prior years, so kind of excited to see Brady at the second base position. He's a quick kid. He's a wrestler. He's tough. He's Ground good ball. Player. Could get through. Tanner gets it. He fires it over, but it's a little late. Runners at first and second, and there's a base hit. Well, the, the, the no-hitter streak has ended in uh, one game, and I guess he got two more innings, so that's nine innings of uh, no-hit ball. But the Sigourney Savages have something cooking here with runners at first and second and nobody out. And the top of the order coming up with Ty Schifronic. Atomic Schifronic. Sometimes he's also Bionic Schifronic, whichever mood I'm in. Punts! It's popped up! The pitcher has it! He fires over to first base and has a double play! Wow, the runner has, was moving. But uh, you got to get the butt down. You can't get it up. And... Uh, uh, just as in last game, a double play really uh, uh, takes the steam out of a rally. What a phenomenal baseball play there! Right back to the pitcher, gets the gets it out, the batter out, and then fires back to first base and the tag. Cody, Cody, uh, uh, there's the ball, ground ball to, to Waterhouse, the second base. He fires it over, and the inning's over. And just like that, we go from nobody out and runners at first and second to. Uh, the inning's over. No runs. Well, uh, Aiden Anderson really helped himself out in that inning. You've got to play defense behind yourself. And then you got to uh, trust the defense behind you. And Caleb Waterhouse surely didn't let him down, did he? No, it really looked like the Eagles were going to be in trouble there. Runners at first and second. One at scoring position with no outs on the board. Double play really changed the complexion of that inning. And then a nice field job from Caleb Waterhouse, the second, to finish out that side. So here we are, bottom of third, 30 minutes into this game. Well, the third inning is brought to you by Elsie's Kitchen of Copic, Iowa. You can go to elsieskitchen.net, look at the menu. They got stuff for cheesecakes. They got stuff for dips. They got stuff for soups. They got stuff to help you make meatloaf. I mean, You're making me hungry here. It's all good. I know you like the meatloaf. Well, speaking of the meatloaf, are you ready for my meatloaf I've story? I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this story since oh, Monday night. So well, yeah. I was uh, uh, doing some shows out in California at a casino, and then on the way back, uh, we were going to run through Las Vegas, and uh, I called uh, my buddy Adam Steck, who I grew up with in Fairfield, and he uh, is the big uh, uh, cheese out there in Las Vegas. He books five casinos every night, and. Uh, I said, hey, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to try and get into town tonight. He said, well, meet me at the uh, 
uh, Hard Rock Hotel, and he says, uh, if you can get here by 11, uh, I'm having dinner with Meatloaf. You can come come with us, you know. And I wanted to uh, uh, have some Meatloaf with Meatloaf. That would be ironic, wouldn't it? But it turned out I couldn't drive there all in that one night. So here comes the pitch. Five ball on the left side. We got, uh, is that Chase Aaron? We got your number eight hitter, Dalton Dodd, here. Well, Dalton Dodd's up. Uh, the two of them got the white hats, and that's. But Dalton Dodd, yeah, he made a great play to start this game. But yeah, I did not get to. Uh, I did not get to have meatloaf with meatloaf. But we did make up for it the next night. Because the next night I was, uh, he booked me onto a show. I wouldn't even, I didn't, he didn't even know I was coming to town. He always can do that. And I was uh, able to work with David Spade and uh, Kevin Farley, Chris Farley's brother. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Big swing. No, nope, one ball and two strikes. Well, I, uh, these pitchers are just matching each other's brilliance. And we are, this game is moving fast. The wind's dying down a little bit. It's like 88 degrees here. Here's the pitch. Ah, it's probably dropped down some. Did uh, David Spade tell any good jokes that night? David Spade is uh, not particularly the word, I, I, I guess the, the most simple word I can use is funny. Uh, he's a little funny. Which is 60 bucks a pop. You think it'd be more funny than that. There's the ball downstairs. But he's pretty nice to me. I made him laugh. And then Kevin Farley signed my, he gave me an autograph. It's a Go Hawks on it. Oh, he worked a walk out of him. There ain't nobody better at working a walk on our squad and the Cutie Eagles than Dalton Dog. No outs, Dalton on first. Just the bottom of the third inning. Here comes the pitch. Ball upstairs. Billy checking that swing. Billy Kendrick got a big hit. I thought he was, I think that's what he needed to do to get his uh, year off on a good start. But he, he drove in some runs in that last game and had a very timely hit. Here comes the pitch. Way upstairs, up towards his uh, cranium area there. Two balls and no strikes. Nobody out. Dalton Dawn at first. He's a, a base ceiling threat every time he's out there. Billy Kindred is not bunning. Two balls and no strikes. Here comes the pitch. Hits him. Hits him real hard. Billy's trying to make it look like it don't hurt, but you can tell it does. That would sting. Reed has velocity. I think I told you this story. I was at a travel ball game, and Reed was pitching at the, I think, 13U level potentially. Ball gets off the uh, catcher's mitt, flies back into the ump's face mask. They had to haul the ump out on a stretcher. Really? Yeah. yeah it was not a good day for that umpire, uh, but he does have absolute velocity. Well, uh, his ribs are going to be sore for a day or two after that one. If that's what it takes to win the game, Billy's, I'm willing to let Billy sac sacrifice his ribs for that. Bad Billy takes it like a man. <laughs> bad Billy with some bad ribs. Well, uh, there's been a little delay. People are talking things over. 
Third inning brought to you by Elsie's Kitchen. All of high school baseball brought to you by the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa. They got that locker open in Richland yet? No, but we're going to big announcement a week from today about the, the development of that. Here comes the pitch. And it's high and inside, and I do not know why how he lost the control. He had pinpoint control up till just right now. He walked the first batter and struck out the next two or three. I runs the second base and nobody out. This is the exact situation Sigurd had at the top of this. Here comes the pitch. Strike. That was a good pitch. Two hit Tanner Waterhouse is up. He's got a walk and no hits. And he had three hits in the last game, I think. Yeah, he's been all over the ball this year. Swing and a ground ball up the middle. The pitcher gets a glove on it. He tries to throw it over. He does, and then he turns into a very productive out as runners are at second and, and third. It looks like the Italian Stallion has come in. And he is on second base, if I'm correct. Yeah, I think Aiden Galindo came in for Bad Billy. He's a pinch runner. Aiden Galindo at second. Bad Billy icing down his ribs in the dugout. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss by Evan. Caleb Water. Caleb Waterhouse. Caleb got a nice little hit in a timely situation like this that, that uh, really started to help us win that last game. Here comes the pitch. Swing! Straight back, no balls and two strikes. Reed Mullenix has found his rhythm again. Runners in second, third, the ground ball to the second baseman will work. The fly ball to the outfield will work. Caleb's a right-handed hitter. Reed's a right-handed pitcher. Here comes the pitch. Swing! He drives it. It's going. The catcher's underneath it. And he catches it. Great play by Caden Clarehan. And there's two outs. That was a big, 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 big out. And Cole Kendrick is up. He struck out last time. He's uh, struck out a few times this season. He might be leading the team in strikeouts, to be honest with you. You know, kudos to Caden Clarehan there. That is a tough ball to catch. Sky high with the wind with this uh, left field wind. That is not an easy play to make there. Here comes the pitch. Strike, he says, on the outside corner. See how Cole handles this pressure. Two outs, runners at second and third. Boy, Cole, you could really drive in a couple runs with just a simple single here. Swing and a miss. No balls and two strikes. He is not able to catch up to the heat. And uh, Clarehan don't give up a lot of pass balls either. Balled in the dirt right there, he scoops out. Yeah. But Cole did a good job of not swinging at that. Here comes the pitch. A swing and a miss. Strike three. And Reed Molinex has pitched his way out of a lot of trouble. And we are 0-0. Zero to zero, And this is the pop of the third inning brought to you by elsieskitchen.net. Well, we've got Caden Clarahan coming up to bat. He is the best hitter, I think, in the high school baseball around here anyway. He's just having a fantastic season. He's already got two home runs and a double that I know of. Here comes the pitch. Ball low and away. 
Jaden don't chase too much. Here comes the pitch, swing and a miss. This inning is brought to you by This Week in High School Baseball, program Mondays on Round Guy Radio. Catch up with all the high school basketball, baseball in Southwest Iowa and in all the Round Guy Radio area. And we'll throw in some Western teams and some Central teams. And, but we will, we will do everything we can to keep you guys up on what's going on. Got the hump and the batter and the catcher having a little confidence here. All right. Telling jokes. One ball and one strike on Caden Clarahan. Caden Anderson on the mound. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a ground ball to the third baseman, and it goes right in between the third baseman and the shortstop in Tony Quinn's favorite spot. The five and a half hole, 5.5. And Sigourney puts their first batter on. And this end. Well, Isaac Bruns comes in. He's left-handed. Aiden Anderson is left-handed. So it's a lefty on lefty. Here comes the pitch. Upstairs, missed. Here goes Caden. Caden is down at second base, and there's nobody out. One ball and no strikes, and a runner at second base. Sigourney as threatening to score this inning, and one run might do it. Here comes the pitch. Ball downstairs. The wind, it just periodically blows and then drops and then blows, but right now it's blowing pretty hard to left field. Brown ball, but fouled off, fouled off his foot. Two balls and one strike. Isaac Bruns, uh, Tenderly walking around a little bit on that foot. I think that hurt a little bit. Yeah, nothing new there. You know, uh, Isaac's had some problems with those ankles, with those feet. I know he missed some games in football last year. Don't like to see that. Don't like to see anything wrong with the feet on Isaac Bruns, especially as we're getting ready for Sacrificing their ribs, sacrificing their toes. Try and get anything to happen here. Here's the pitch. Brown ball, first base side, but it's foul. I don't think a ball that sounded as loud off of the bat as the one that hit Billy Kindred in the ribs. That was loud. That was a thud. Billy Kindred made a nice reaction on the ball that Caden Clarion hit, but it got past it. Because it was smoking hot. Oh, yeah. She didn't get too far away. There's a, it just sticks his bat out and it gets through. Just a little, he just stuck his bat out and it just looped over Aiden Anderson and landed out in kind of no man's land between the shortstop and second base. And we got two runners on and nobody out as uh, the number five hitter comes up, and that is Max Phillips. Kind of the same position we were in uh, in the last inning, runner first and second, no outs here. Yeah, we got a little magic in the last inning, but uh, we'll see if they can rub that genie's lamp and come up with a double play or something here again because they're in trouble. Here comes the pitch. Strike on the outside corner. All right, here we go. No balls and a strike. Top of the fourth inning. Packwood Locker, Packwood, Iowa brings you high school baseball. Here comes the pitch. Ball in the dirt. 
Two runs with that. He's standing on second base. There's nobody out. They're going to try to keep the. They're going to try to keep things turning. Really good aggressive play from Dalton on at center field. Just misses the dive. Yeah, Dalton Dodd was. He was running it up and, and dive for it, but then Searin was doing a great job of backing him up. There's the pitch. I think if they'd have made a clean catch at the, the cutoff man, Waterhouse would have been able to throw out the second run. I think so too. But as it is, there's nobody out. One ball, runner at second base, and the batter is Reed Mullinex. All outside, two balls and no strikes. Reed would like to help himself out, wouldn't he? He would, absolutely. I know he's dying to get a hit here, bring in that runner at second. Reed Mullinex out, or uh, who do we have there? Number three out at second. Max Phillips. Yeah, Max Phillips had a great RBI. He's a... Uh, Offensive player of the game so far. Although it's going to be pretty tough not to pick one of these two pitchers. Two balls and a strike. Strike in there. Is it three and one? Three and one count. Yes, sir. Three and one. That's three balls and no strikes. I'm having a little trouble seeing the scoreboard. I do have the better angle today on that one. Three and one. Here comes the pitch. He reaches out. I think I was a little outside, but he got his bat on it. And who is this batter here? Three balls. Nobody's out. Runner is second. Two runs already across the plate. Sigourney is uh, really taking a commanding lead here. Here comes the pitch. Ball four. And I don't know. But Aiden Anderson needs to collect himself. Here comes the coach. I, I would. Uh, I was wondering if he wasn't going to come out and talk to him for a minute. Well, what all's going on with this uh, sesquicentennial? Oh, uh, Saturday morning, Kyoto Fun Days. We're going to have the uh, parade as we always do. Uh, every uh, Fun Days, you'll find the bag tournament, and then uh, especially this year, we have a beer tent set up and multiple bands featuring the boys. On Saturday night. Don't get the bigger than the boys. Lee Clatt from the boys uh, was originally a uh, co-host of the Southeast Iowa Day, the, the predecessor of Round Guy Radio. In fact, all that first episode, first uh, season was uh, Southeast Iowa Today. But he's a great singer and a big draw. And the band, the boys are great. Is the whole band? The whole band. Oh my gosh! And they're also going to have uh, aces and eights. Aces and eights. I've heard them play. Here's the ground ball back to Anderson. He throws it to second. They get the. Do they? I don't think they made the double play. Did they? I, they did. They did make I'm the double play. I'm calling it. Two of them. No, but I don't think they got the runner at first. But they did get an out. I think he's calling interference of some kind. No, he's out. He's out. There was. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what happened, but there was a double play, and uh, Aiden Anderson has a second double play, but they do have a runner at third base, so 
You know what? I do have a schedule here. Let's talk about this. We got a barbecue cook-off on Friday the 9th. Here's Mitch. Swing and a drive to left field. Steering's underneath, camps underneath it, and he brings it. He brings it home. And that's that. Two runs. Uh, two runs here in the fourth inning. Fourth inning brought to you by what we're doing this week in high school baseball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about the sesquicentennial. You got the schedule up. I do have the schedule up. It actually starts on Thursday, June 8th. They call them that Founders Day. We have a pie-in-the-face contest after an auction, pie-judging entry, and the Kyoto Historical Museum is open. You've been to the Historical Museum. I did an episode of, uh, 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 well, it was a segment of an episode uh, when we did the uh, uh, Kyoto Fun Days. But the, the listens on that was off the charts. Uh, when I just did the tractor parade last year, but I think I'm going to try to be there as much as I can this year. Uh, maybe John Bain and I, I'd like to uh, maybe film that tractor parade. Yeah, that'd be a fun one. That'd be a fun one. We also have some fun there. Like you mentioned, the Kyoto Pool, uh, assuming that it's ready. 1 to 6 p.m. free swim on June 9th. Anybody want to come out and enjoy the new Kyoto Pool? If it's open, we'll have that. Uh, 1 o'clock on Friday, Draft Horse Obstacle Course. Now, that, I saw that. Tell me about Draft Horse Obstacle Course. That sounds kind of cool. It does sound fun, doesn't it? I'm not exactly sure what that entails, how you would... Uh, Run a draft horse through an obstacle course. Every 150 years, Kyoto throws one heck of a party, from yeah. what I can see on that schedule. It looks fun. Elmhurst Tours, if you want to run through some of these Singmaster houses in Kyoto, 3 to 5 on Friday, you can enjoy that. Again, the historical museum's open. A mobile axe trailer for six hours on Friday night. If you want to throw yeah, some so axes. many things in there, but every time I think of it, I only think of the two-headed pig. You and I would enjoy this barbecue cook-off. Oh, I oh, saw boy. that too. That would be deadly. Well, Evan Vivito is stepping up to the plate. Uh, once again, I want to thank the Packwood Locker, Packwood Island. We're providing a high school. Really, really stepped up and uh, helped provide high school uh, baseball throughout the year. We can't do it without our sponsors. Here comes the pitch. Just a little bit low and outside, but not very much. Let me throw this one at you, the Tipsy Traveler Mobile Bar. I'm, I'm in. Here's the pitch. You had me at draft horse obstacle course. Yeah, it just gets better. And then the kiddos. No balls and PM. two strikes. Or two, two balls and no strikes. 6.30 p.m. Kids pedal pull. Those are always fun. You better get to bring Leo. Henshaw Trailer Sales is, uh, does a lot of those uh, yeah. tractor pulls. Here comes the pitch. That's another one. There's a fly ball out to the right. Up against the fence, but Peyton Curran grabs it. And there's an out. There's the first out. Evan Vivito, the cleanup hitter, goes down. Aiden Anderson up. Aiden Anderson looking to get on base and get around to try to get some of these runs back that he's up because the way Reed Mullinex is pitching, uh, two runs might be enough. Caden Clarehan trying to get his uh, royalties flirting with the uh, stands over here. Here we go. Well, he's made, he's just been phenomenal behind the plate. Aiden Anderson's up. Here's the pitch. Strike right down the pipe. That's the old one. Reed Mullinex don't mix it up much. He just rears back and chucks it. And I haven't seen him really slow down, has he? Oh, there's a ground. There's a fly ball. It gets past the shortstop. And we got a base hit. And there is Aiden Anderson, and Siren is up. Siren's been on a hot streak. Chase Siren. 
Cole McKay on a diving attempt, just off the edge of the glove. If, uh, here in the fourth inning, if Reed isn't slowing down just a little bit, maybe. Well, here's one for you. Jelly Ball Blaster, 1-5 to five on Saturday at the Sesquicentennial Celebration. I don't know what that is, and I'm already excited. There's the pitch. At 1 p.m. Right. also. No, a little low, a little low. Face painting. Kids like that? No. Elmer's Tours. All right, and then the concert series starts up. 3-7, to seven, Brass Pear, as in the fruit. Brass Pear. 5-9. to nine. Ball over. Ball gets away as they try to throw over. Anderson's on the way down. There's a throw. Save! Oh, wow. At the last second, it looked like they were going to get him. But there it is. Nobody out and runner, or one out runner at second base. And Aiden Anderson is in scoring position. One ball and no strikes. That one was, out. That was exciting there. We got a runner at second. That was very exciting. Here comes the pitch. Ball in the dirt. So, this uh, week in high school baseball on Round Guy Radio, if you listen to that, I mean, we'll, we'll get coaches all over the place, media and everything. You know, talk a little bit about the team that you're interested in, I'm sure. Here comes the pitch. A little low, three balls and no strikes. 3 0 count here, one out. Three balls and no strikes. My favorite count. This is all green lights for you. Yeah, I just didn't look down for the sign when I did that. He throws back to second. He gets, throws it away. The runner's going to third. They try to pick it up. He stays in there standing up. Well, his attempts to hold the runner closer have failed. And other than that, Sigourney's defense has been pretty flawless tonight, hasn't it? It is. Reed's holding the elbow there a little bit. Did you see that? He's kind of twisting the arm. A he puts his arm straight out, shakes it a little bit. But he's right back on the mound looking for a sign. Here's the pitch. Ball four. Nope, strike on the inside corner. Just uh, missed Nick the corner. Let's go, two. Here we go. But I, I, I would have taken that one. He's got two more good swings. Here comes the pitch. Strike right in the exact same spot. Yeah, he found that spot. Chase needs, all he has to do is put the ball on the ground here. We're going to score a run. Here's the pitch. Swing and a ground ball. Anderson's tugging the third for home. The throw's over, but I think, no, he got him. He got him. He got him, but that's an RBI for Chase here in back-to-back games. It was close. It looked like he, he was uh, going to get there. But uh, the coach is out to talk to the pitcher. I wonder if they're talking about what they're going to do with the sesquicentennial. Maybe they are. Maybe they are talking about brass hair, aces and eights, the boys. The I've seen that, them. aces and eights. I think I saw them at the uh, uh, bacon fest. Mm. Well, that's one of my favorite things oh, to go to. bacon. Yeah, it's hard to, hard to not enjoy a bacon fest. Are you alive if you don't enjoy a bacon fest? You may not have a pulse. Well, it's two to one. Uh, the teams have uh, 
uh, in the fourth inning, both uh, put something on the board. Ground ball to the second baseman. He fields it, he flips it over, and the inning is over. Uh, pretty great and fast inning brought to you by This Week in High School Baseball, a program on Round Guy Radio and the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa. We will be back with the top of the fifth. Well, we're back to the fifth inning. The fifth inning is going to be sponsored by the Sesquicentennial. We'll try to keep you up on what's going on there, but uh, we will not let it slide. Uh, what a great baseball game we've got here now. Uh, is who is up to the plate here? Brady Clark. Brady Clark, the number nine hitter. Boy, he put a piece of that. Yes, uh, uh, Lee Crawford has uh, raved about this kid to me. This, you know, one of his. Many weapons that he's got over there. There's the pitch. Ground ball, Billy Kindred. He stabs at it, and he fumbles it around, and that's it. It, it took a, a strange hop right at the end and came up on him. He was able to olay it down, uh, but he, he wasn't able to glove it. And uh, Sigourney for the third inning in a row as the first guy on, and the number nine hitter, Brady Clark, uh, has done that to him a couple, was uh, involved in that last inning. Or maybe the inning before when they got the double play. Two balls and a strike. Fly ball. The home plane umpire puts you quite in the mind of uh, Rick Flair from the, the wrestling uh, circuit there. Yeah. That's almost one of our regular topics of discussion, you know, between uh, professional wrestling. I noticed, you know, instead of saying strike, it says, woo, woo. <laughs> Everybody likes that blue jerk. There's a lot of good ways you can get in there. It throws it over, and the ball gets away, and the runner goes to second. That seems to be the theme uh, in this game. If the runner isn't advancing, just throw the ball uh, away, and uh, he'll get there. Well, uh, that actually cost uh, Sigurdy a run last day, doing yeah. that exact yeah, same thing yeah, a couple times. To, I mean, when you're left-handed, why even throw over? You can see him. Strike on the inside corner. Chevronic, atomic, bionic, Chevronic. Man after Lee Major's own uh, heart here. The bionic man, the bionic better. The six million dollar man. That's a six million dollar, a lot of money. Here comes the pitch. Upstairs. I thought that was the round guy, six million dollar man. You have to take out all the zeros. Look at the ball, look at the wind. It's really, if you can get it up, you can get it high in the air, you're going to channel that wind. Here comes a pitch. He took a little curveball off on that one and it broke late. And Ty Shafronics is. Uh, down for the, I think that's the first out. Yeah, first out of the inning. Yeah, it was. Aiden Anderson rung up the $6 man. $6 million man. I wonder how much that would be in today's money. $6 million in 1978. Here comes the pitch. In 1978, my allowance was $1. That's like $100 today. And, and that was only... If I did every chore and didn't back sass anybody and uh, they didn't get a call from the school, because in those weeks you didn't get nothing. So you got nothing. 
I can't imagine. about half the time. Yeah, cool. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Invested in baseball cards. Good investment. Did they have chocolate milk back then? Yeah. Yeah, we had chocolate. Came out of brown cows? No. A lot of people think it does. That's because a lot of people are really, really dumb. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss on. Looked like a straight change on the outside corner. He thought it was going to break in and it didn't. Uh, I taught uh, Cole Kendrick to throw a palm ball and he used it to quite the effect in the last game that he was in. Here comes the pitch. Fly ball, right field. Second baseman hands out. He picks it up. Caleb Waterhouse. Another just steady play from Caleb Waterhouse. Really, really good play from Caleb there. And there's two outs. We went from a runner at second base and nobody out to two outs. Hayden Anderson uh, uh, just does a good job of just working the batter, doesn't he? He does, yeah. He has that command. He has the control. Won't blow you out he a lot of the speed. He doesn't get uh, too shook up out there. Here comes the pitch. Oh. Now, I'm not exactly sure how many pitches they got uh, they can throw. I know that uh, Caleb Clarehan threw 90 in the last game that he pitched in Bell Plain. No balls and a strike. Two outs. Runner at second base. Here's the pitch. Ball outside. I think both of these pitchers have been relatively efficient tonight. Not throwing a lot of extra balls. Oh, no, but all I know is Sigourney and Cooter are like two, one of the, two of the biggest markets we got. They've always been there and they've always been listening to us. Here's the pitch. Oh, he just missed the outside with that pitch. Two balls and a strike. Who we got up here at the plate? Caden Clarehan. Caden Clarehan. Ooh. Well, they might want to put him on, to be honest with you. Two balls and a strike. Here's the pitch. Nope, he's coming right at him, and there's two outs there. Runner was going that time, too. Yeah, he's definitely going on contact here with two outs. Two balls and two strikes. The ball was up high, and Caden did not get a good bat on it. He fouled it straight back. He's already got one hit tonight. He's got two homers on the season. Here comes the pitch. Strike three, strike three. What a great pitch. Watch it. And Caden Anderson just released the ball and started walking in the dugout. Wow, you don't see Caden Clarahan not chasing on that one. Well, it was a curveball that just uh, looked like it was going outside. He's been using that changeup so effectively that it doesn't break. You know, and then uh, they get to thinking it's one or the other, and it gets wrong. And that's it. Well, that was the fifth inning. Fifth inning. Uh, that's the top of the fifth inning. Brought to you by the sesquicentennial of Kyoto, yeah, Iowa. Yeah, big. They year, have it every 150 year. years. They have that. This is the first one, but I'm sure 150 years from now they'll have another one. Pretty sure we won't be there. I won't. I got like four years. That's about it. It's all like good living. Yep. I'm here for a good time, not for a long time. Well, it is the bottom of the fifth <laughs> inning, and we are here celebrating masculinity on Round Guy Radio. That's our new catchphrase. We are, are going to say it on uh, every episode. As uh, 
masculinity is getting a bad name, but it's celebrated here on Round Guy Radio. And uh, one of the most masculine people I've ever met, uh, Dalton Don of the Dalton Gang, is at the plate, and he's trying to get on base. Ball outside. Yeah, masculine. You know, we were talking about uh, Lemmy Kilmister from Motorhead. Yeah, I can't think of anything more masculine than uh, Lemmy Kilmister and eating a meatloaf. If you're going to do those two things, hang out with that guy and eat a meatloaf. Here's the pitch. Strike it. Uh, you would not uh, exactly go straight to this is, is a true thing, but uh, he actually did a cooking show. Lemmy did? Lemmy did a cooking show. When the guy showed up, he wasn't going to do it. He said, well, my kitchen's too dirty, right? They said, we'll clean it. Four hours later, it was clean. Only four. Huh? Yeah. And then he did the cooking show. I'm sure it was worth it. Hopefully, right. but hopefully people were still coherent. Definitely admire Lenny Kilmeister. He was a genuine person, you know what I mean? Whether you like what he said or not, he, he was a... Oh, and there it is, Dalton Dog gets on base again as the ball hits him in the elbow. He flings his bat back in towards the dugout and just bounces down first base. Uh, that could be a big run if yeah, they can get be. it. This could tie the things up. Dalton Dodge is the kind of guy you want on base. Well, Billy Kindred is up. I don't know if Billy can bunt, but it wouldn't be a terrible time to do it. Reed Molnex tenderizing the Kyoto Eagles. Yeah, Reed Molinex is just, he's just peppering the glove all night. You ever tasted eagle? Eagle? No. <laughs> I was just thinking about tenderized eagle. wonder what it tastes like. Think it tastes like chicken? Well, I have to admit, I have wondered what it would taste like. But I don't think it'd be worth the tail time to get it there. Here, here comes the pitch. There was this guy on the show. Uh, gosh, what was it? It was all about animals and stuff on PBS. These two brothers, they would get these goofy things. And there was a, a guy in there who liked to cook uh, endangered species. There's a ball in the dirt, and Dodd gets down. That is a rare fastball. I, I had to, ball I had to kind of think, well, I kind of wonder what those things taste like, too, you know? Well, you're talking about masculinity. I mean, it is a natural phenomenon, you know, as a masculine person to wonder what everything tastes like. It's very masculine. To at least wonder what stuff tastes like. Here comes the pitch. I've eaten a lot of weird stuff. Fly ball. Inside the infield, third baseman. He drops it. He drops it. And everybody's safe, runners at first and second, nobody out, and the Kyoto Eagles are on top of things, uh, and two-hit Tanner is at the plate with no hits, but he did get a walk. Runners at first and second, Billy Kindred is just quietly going about improving every game, it seems like. His defense was stellar from game one. That ball two was hit, hit Tanner. two miles high. Reed Mullinex. Ball in the dirt, but another great pickup by Clarahan. Colton Clarahan's really successful in college pitching. Colton, yeah, yeah. Southeastern, I heard, went to the, uh, what is that, the junior college or the community World college? Series, World yeah. Series, yeah. Here comes the pitch. Ball outside. Good eye by Tanner. 
Two balls and no strikes. Wow, this could really uh this could really tilt this game. Reed has occasionally been a little bit off, but in general he's kind of weaving back and forth between re really good and just a little bit out of the strike zone. You know what Ball he does? Three. He's kind of outside, outside, and then he finds it, and then he stays on it for a while and, and gets effective. We'll yeah. see if he can do that again here. Three. Well, in baseball, you just got to make it one pitch, and everything can change. You get a ground bowl, you know, you get a pop-up, get a strikeout. Something good happens. 3-0 count here on two-hit Tanner. Three balls, no strikes. Runners at first and second. Fifth inning. Ball four, and the bases are loaded. And we'll see if Lee... Uh, Crawford comes out and talks to uh, the pitcher. He's looking over there like he's waiting for him to do it, and he does. Well, they're going to have a little talk about this. And while they're talking about this, we're going to talk about this inning sponsor, the Sesquintini. What, what else can we tell them about the Sesquintini? Yeah, well, I just can't get over that concert lineup on Saturday night, brass pair aces and eights, and the boys playing there. And then... And then at dark on Saturday night, fireworks are going to be going off. Now, I heard they're Kyoto. really breaking out the fireworks for this event. I've heard that same thing. And if somebody from Kyoto tells you that they're going to spend some money on something like that, you know it's going to be real. So I would encourage anybody in a 300-mile radius to come and watch that fireworks show. Well, we're going to have some breaking news in the sixth inning as I'm going to break out a big secret about Scotty Melvin's new program. It's coming around Guy Radio. 1 to 5 p.m. on Saturday, water tag at the ball field at Wilson Memorial Park. We're changing pitchers here, folks. Hey, we got uh, Ty Shafronik. Ty Shafronik is coming on as uh, the game's on the line here. Sigrun is desperately clinging to a 2 to 1 lead. The bases are loaded and nobody's out. The Kyoto Eagles. Uh, 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 Aiden Anderson has pitched a very effective game. He did give up a couple runs, and he's down right now. But a walk, a fly ball, uh, a double play would tie this game if you hit a ground ball to second baseman, you know. But uh, uh, I don't know if they're going to sell out on the uh, uh, getting the runner at home. It looks like the infield's going to play in pretty tight, and I think they are going to try to cut this run off. Possibly. Well, Sifronic looks like he's throwing strikes and got bringing the heat. Yes, he uh, is. I don't know how many pitches Reed Mullinex threw, but it was a God's plenty. Yeah, he got after it there. I don't know that Ty has the velocity that Reed has, but maybe he Ty has. He didn't have any really big innings, of, of, uh -uh. but he had a lot of innings. Have you seen Ty throw this year? Did he throw at that Pella Christian game? I think he did. Here comes the bionic pitch from Ty Sifronic. Right, right on in there. Now we have... Who's up to play here? Caleb Waterhouse. Caleb Waterhouse. And he is swing and a miss. No balls and two strikes. He has had some timely hits uh, early in the season here, and he's looking for another one. If they can get him struck out, uh, then they can get a ground ball and, and be just done with this inning. Here's the pitch. Ball upstairs. You're all right. Let's go, Ty. Trying to throw a curveball there. Just didn't sink in for him. Ty Schifrolink is just really one of the great athletes that Sigourney has. All sports, it seems like he's always good. Here's the pitch. 
Swing and a foul ball. It goes up over the fence and up into the into the crowd. Well, we got a big crowd tonight, don't we? We do have an excellent every, crowd. I mean, every place where you can sit, there's people. People on blankets sitting under trees on the hill. All the grandstands are full. People bringing their own chairs. Here comes a pitch. Swing and a drive to right field. That's going to bring a He's going to bring in one runner, or maybe. And the right fielder gets it. He takes it and throws it home. <laughs> it's, it's too hard. <laughs> Dalton Dodd scores, and we got a 2-2 two two game here in the fifth inning as the, the Kyoto Sesquicentennial Days has brought in the time That's run. That's right, Ben. Let's go. Uh, and Cole Kindred is up. Cole Kindred always comes up with runners on base, doesn't he? Well, he runners at second does. and third. One out. And uh, Sephronic pitches. It's a fly ball, but it's a foul. And it goes up behind the home plate and out into the stands over towards hey, the softball field. Here we go. Well, I think Ty Sephronic did a good job. He needed to get it out, and he got one. It wasn't super deep. But it was deep enough. Here's the pitch. Ball outside. Just barely. Hey, come get him, Ty. Kifroni does throw a, a, a change up or a curveball and a fastball. We, we've seen him change speeds and directions here. Reed did not. Reed just threw fastballs. Here's the pitch. Oh, maybe. Yes. Yeah, right. Got it. Caught the outside corner on that one. That Very was a good similar pitch. pitch to the previous one. That one just caught it, though. Well, Cole Kindred is up. All he needs to do is put the bat on the ball, and he can easily score a run. Runners at second. Runners at third. Ball outside. Two balls. Two strikes. One out. Two on. Two to two. Cole Kindred coming off a really good job pitching in the Monday night's game. Here's the pitch. That was a complete game for him, I think. It was a complete game, yeah. Tanner Waterhouse got a complete game. Aiden Anderson's got a complete game. The pitching staff for Kyoto is pretty solid. Let's go, Ty. Sifronic. He throws. Flat foul ball. There you go. Keep working, Ty. And it stays. Two balls, two strikes, one out. Runners at second and third. Two runs for Kyoto, two runs for Sigourney. Bottom of the fifth inning. Packwood Locker brings you high school baseball. Here comes the pitch. Line drive. Shortstop gets it. He throws back to third. He, he's safe. He's safe. Hey, wait a minute there, Cole. Tie, Great play by the shortstop out there. That ball was absolutely crushed. Straight to Cole McKay. They really came close to getting a double play. Well, there's two outs. Uh, Cole Kendrick did hit the ball on the line there. Evan Vivito is up. Evan's coming off of a three-hit game. Uh, your cleanup hitter up with Ducks on the pond. Two outs. Strike one. He's looking things over. The, the change in the pitchers kind of uh, has the... the Kyoto Eagles kind of looking around. Here comes the pitch. Ball upstairs. Really timely pitch change there for Coach Crawford and Sigourney. Getting Reed out of that. Uh, Tyson Fronick coming in a tough situation. Bases loaded, no outs. 
really doing a good job here, only limiting it to one run so far. Well, one ball and two strikes. Two outs, two on, two to two. If he throws a ball here, deuces will be wild. I'm hoping he does. Here's the pitch. Swing and a ground ball to the third baseman. He scoops it. He fires over. And they get him, and that ends it. But not before Kyoto gets one. But it would have been uh, uh, handy to score another one. Well, it's two to two, and we will be back for the top of the sixth inning. Well, baseball again, once again, brought to you by the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa. Uh, but this inning is going to be brought to you by a minor league baseball team, the Kyoto Eagles 1, uh, who are 9-0 and and undefeated this year. Yeah. Happen to have their coach here with me. Uh, tell me a little bit about the team. Oh, we're by, off to a great start. 10-U Town Ball, Kyoto Eagles 1, played Kyoto Eagles 2 last night in an absolute dogfight what I would say are probably the top two teams in that league. And uh, Kyoto 1 comes out on top, but have a tough test Thursday night going over and playing Washington 2 is uh, at the top of the standings as well. So, well, really good you, year. If you are a, uh, a kid and you come up to the desk, R&B Breaks has some baseball cards for you. There's a fly ball out to left field. Searon gets it. One pitch, one out. And that was Isaac. Tons of fun bruns. Aiden Anderson still on the mound. Aiden Anderson gets the ball. Max Phillip is up. He's right handed. I always like the left handed hitters. I thought I saw the ball better. Yeah. There you go, kid. Here comes the pitch. Ball outside. One ball, one strike, one out. Two, two runs for Kyoto, two runs for Sigourney. Sixth inning. We're getting down and dirty here. Two balls and one strike. Well, Max Phillips had a great hit last. I think he drove in the runs. He did, yeah. He had a great hit. Here's the pitch. Strike. Oh, what a great pitch. That was a great pitch by Aiden Anderson. You know, Aiden Anderson doesn't have the massive velocity that some kids do, but he has pinpoint control. Got a good curveball. Here's the pitch. Got a good change up, and he got a strikeout right there. And that's two outs. And then throwing the ball around the infield is uh, Spider-Man. Toby McGuire there throws the ball down to... Billy Kindred and around the infield it goes. Here comes the pitch. Reed Molinax is up. He will not be the winner or the loser of this game. But he really uh, impressed everyone here tonight. Here's the pitch. Strike on the outside corner. Well, Tasha Frona came in and really saved the game for you. Absolutely. That was a huge, that huge That was really, spot. really come in with a base loaded, nobody out, give up one run and get the inning over with. Here's a pitch. Swing and a miss. One ball and two strikes, two outs, nobody on. 
Reed Molinax is at the plate. He started the game. But it's uh, in Ty Schifronik's hands right now. Here comes the pitch. Swing, and it's a drive out the left field. Stearns on his hand. It might be out of here, folks, and it is. It is all the way out of here. It's a home run or a... With the drive to left field to put his team back out on front. Yep. How about that? Yeah, that's exciting. Well, he barreled that ball up. Yeah, he it waited got some on backspin it. on it, and uh, and the wind was blowing out to left field. Didn't hurt anything on that one, but a very powerful drive. Solo homer, but uh, the Coyote Eagles are down, and they're going to have to find a way to get something on. Ty Schifronik to be back in this game. Here's the pitch. Toe ball! Well, this has been the, this the absolute best game we've seen on the year. This is an absolute baseball game. Back and forth here. Momentum swings. Reed Molnax left ducks on the palm. It came back and absolutely pounded that ball out of left field. Here's the pitch. Ground ball. Second baseman takes it. And that's the inning. Well, generally a solo homer doesn't beat you. And uh, we'll see what happens, but that was quite a good inning. And uh, that's the end of the, uh, that's the beginning of the sixth. And we will be right back with the ball. We have Nash. He's a big Sigourney Savages supporter. Uh, you just saw a big home run by Reed Mullinex. Was that pretty exciting? Yes. Sigourney's up three to one. Well, R&B Breaks is one of our sponsors. They give me some baseball cards to give to a kid today. We picked you up. And here you go, bud. Brand new 2023 Bowman or uh, Tops baseball cards. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for being with us. Good work, Nash. He's going to steal your job, Dave. That voice, that smile. Yeah. What a Good job. thing we're not using video. No kidding. You got a face for radio. He's got a face for TV. He'd overshadow everything. Okay. He'll be so excited. Fine. Aiden Anderson's going to be the leadoff hitter. If he wants to, uh, he don't want the, the loss hung on him, it would be good for him to get over here. Yeah, it would be. You know, well, maybe the, he can avenge well, the Reed Molnax homer over left field. The Coltrane is walking by. And pull it over right field. There's a way too much handsome for. Good thing we don't have any video today. Here's the pitch. Ball inside. Shafronik back on the mound. And he's got the lead. He he is uh, uh, will stands to be the winning pitcher. But he's got to hold him down for two more innings, and he can only give up one run. So it's not going to be an easy task. Bottom Aiden. of six here. This game's cruising along, Dave. Aiden Anderson. Strive. Here comes the pitch. Rods a line drive. It's over the second base. It might get into the gap. He's rounding second. The center fielder gets it. They stop. He stops. He doesn't get through. What a great play there. Well, the batter is uh, Chase Searin. Chase Searin. Runner at first base. Nobody out. There's the pitch. He hits a foul ball. Moved his foot a little bit on that one. Aiden Anderson is going to be looking for any way he can to get down into scoring position. But there's nobody out. And a runner 
Over at first is Aiden Anderson, the starting pitcher for Kyoto. Looking to tie this game back up. There's a pitch on the ground. Oh, my gosh, what a great play by Caden Clarahan. Uh, that ball was five, six feet outside, and somehow he was able to pick that up and keep Aiden over there at first base. Atomic Bionic Shafronic with the pitch, and it's outside. He's uh, having a little control problems in this with this ball. Two balls and one strike. Aiden Anderson over at first base. Nobody out. Three, three runs for Sigourney, two for Kyoto. Bottom of the sixth. Here's the pitch. Turnaround ball. It's fair. The pitcher picks it up, throws it down there. But there is a very productive out as Aiden Anderson is now in scoring position. And Dalton Dodds coming up. Aiden McGuire here. Or Aiden McGuire. Yeah, very productive at bat for Chase here in advance. Aiden uh, Anderson to second base. Scoring position now. Aiden McGuire up to bat, see what he can do here. Well, Aiden McGuire, uh, this might be the, the most important at bat he's taken all year long. Here comes the pitch, and it's just outside. No strike on the Not outside bad. corner. He'd been missing outside, so I would be a. a but that time he got it in there. Oh, there's a timeout. Sometimes the runner at second base, you should change signs, you know? Uh-huh. Because uh, the guy can see what you're doing out there, so you need to change the sequence of it. Caden Clarahan. He was uh, catching his brother Colton last year right here in Kilda Eagles colors, wasn't he? Got a smile on his face. Well, they're telling secrets. They got some kind of a plan. But Aiden McGuire says, I'm going to spoil your plan. Runner at second base. I think they're trying to put on some kind of a move or something. Second base. Shortstop's way out of position. Strike two. High in, uh, at the top part of the strike zone. Are you going to get him? Well, we'll see if he doesn't, if he's in the strike zone this time, because you might want him to chase a little. Fire! He hits the ball. It's a fly ball to center field. It's a tag. They do not get it. Base hit. Drop ball. But it was uh, pretty close to the infield. The center fielder came in as far as he could, but he could not pick that ball up. And there's a base hit for Aiden McGuire. Uh, what's out? Oh, uh, they're having a courtesy runner come in. And the Italian stallion, Galindo. Ashton Galindo. Ashton. There's, there's more than one Galindo. There is. There's two of them, Ashton and Aiden. But this is Ashton, and he is a speed meister. Six Hang brought to you by the Kyoto Eagles 1 Little League team, undefeated. Coached by Andy McGuire. Here's the pitch. Ball upstairs. How many pitchers you got on that team? <coughs> we have a pile. A pile of pitchers. Last night the start was none other than number eight, Tate McGuire. Tate McGuire. Yeah, he uh, had a couple of nice innings last night. Then we brought in Case Fagan. Here's the pitch. Ball inside. And we do have Dalton Dodd up here. Yeah, and then uh, around the game out last night was Zach Baker. 
But we also have a uh, Riker Sheets. We've got Lucas Bender. We've got Emerson Lyle. And I know I've got to be missing at least one or two others in there to pitch, but we go six or seven deep on the pitchers. They do a really nice job. Here comes the pitch. Ball inside. Good spot. Two balls and a strike. You got any good hitters over there? We do, actually. We were hitting the heck out of the ball last night, so top to bottom. Need to work on the feeling a little bit, work on the catch, and work on the strong arm. But uh, pitching, catching, and uh, getting a bat on the ball is kind of our strength. So you put those three together, and that tells you why we haven't lost Really good little league. There's a strike right down the middle. Two balls and two strikes. Runners at first and second, one out. They're down by a run. They need to get a run in here. Dalton Dodd may need to put the bat on the ball. Third baseman's playing right in at the grass because of his ability to punt. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss, and he strikes him out. Tyson Chronic does that. He gets in and out of, he gets out of trouble. Yes, he does. So Two he's outs. done a good job of that tonight, maybe a little better than Keogh. And it is all on Billy Kindred's shoulders right here. He's got some sore ribs from getting hit earlier. The second baseman is drifting over. They might be trying to pick off, but here's the pitch. Ground ball to the second baseman. If he, he, if he doesn't feel it well, he throws. He did not get him. He did not get him. It was kind of a slow roller, uh, and it just kind of died right in front of the second baseman. Did uh, did Brady Clark bobble that, or was it just uh, just that? He slow did. Of the he ball? didn't get it. He didn't pick it up cleanly. He did pick it up and throw it over, but a good sprint down there by Billy Kendrick, and he just got on base. And the bases loaded, two out for who? But two hit Tanner. Two hit Tanner is up. Atomic, Bionic, Shifronic is on the mound, looking to get out of this trouble. Here's the pitch. He came in with the bases loaded to start last inning. Yes, he did. Loads him up himself on this Bases loaded nobody out. He's got base loaded two outs, but he has not given up a run. Anderson over there at third base trying to get in. Trying to tie this thing up. The winning run would be the Italian Stallion down there at second base. They're trying to put a pickoff move on him, but he's uh, moved back to the base. Takes a walk and lead. Shifronic gets his sign. Tanner Waterhouse. Swings and a foul ball over out of play. One ball and one strike. Bases loaded. Two outs. One run lead by the Sigourney Savages. Here comes the pitch. Ball upstairs. We'll have to talk about Leo's rips next inning. Yes, yes, we should. Has he opened any packs this week? He did one today. He got an ace card. Here's the pitch. He loves them poker cards. Well, he got ahead of him there. Uh, two balls and two strikes. So it's two two balls, two strikes, two outs, bases loaded, one run lead. This pitch may be what happens in this game. What happens here on this pitch? Could very well decide this game. Swing and a miss. 
And Chitronic walks to the dugout after a masterful uh, diffusion of what could have potentially been a huge inning. Well, that is it for the sixth inning. We will be right back with the seventh inning. Uh, Packwood Locker of Packwood Iowa brings you all high school basketball, baseball on Round Guy Radio. Well, it's the seventh inning. It's going to be brought to you by Leo's Rips. Leo uh, is my grandson. He's 11 years old, and he opens. Uh, he has got a little good little baseball card collection. He opens them up on the YouTube channel, Round Guy Radio Live. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Round Guy Radio Live. We get to a thousand uh, listeners, we can go live, bring you live video sports. Uh, help us get there by the football season. That would really be a, a big plus for everything. Well, we have top of the seventh inning. Aiden Anderson is still out there. I can't uh, quite. Who's up to bat? It's a fly ball, number 20. We got Cole McKay here. Cole McKay, he's the number nine hitter. And Tanner Waterhouse runs underneath a sky-high pop-up, and there's one out. One pitch, one out. Brady Clark up to bat now. Reed Mullinex is the difference in this game with the line drive home run with two outs and nobody on in the bottom of the, the top of the sixth inning. Ball. Strike. Strike on the inside corner. Brady Clark is up. That must have been McKay before him. Brady Clark, the second baseman. Here's the pitch. He had a little trouble with the grounder. It could have cost Tigger deeply, but uh, limiting your mistakes is the key to winning baseball. Games. Here's the seven. And this is the round guy game of the week. And we picked a good one. It is a phenomenal baseball game tonight. Sigourney yeah. Kyoto facing The Wilton Sigourney the game was a round guy game of the week, and that was an extra inning win by, uh, here's the pitch. Ball out there. Well, Sigourney is piling up the home runs. That's three for the team. They can definitely crush Three balls the ball. and a strike here. Maybe it's, I think it's three balls. One out. Here Correct. comes Anderson with the pitch. Line drive to left field. Searing digs. It drops in front of him. And I wonder if uh, Aiden Anderson didn't get a little tired. You know, it was a great pitch. He still has place when he still has command. We'll see what happens here with Tysha Fronick coming up, top of order. Well, Tysha Fronick would like to add a little insurance uh, to his one run lead here. Stands to be the winning pitcher. Aiden Anderson. Swing and a miss by Shafronic. No balls and one strike. Runner at first base, one out. 3 2 lead for the Sigourney Savages. Here comes the pitch. Upstairs. Here's the pitch. Foul, foul ball, straight back. Right at the, right at Aiden McGuire here, or Andy McGuire, sitting next to me. But he is a stalwart. He didn't even blink. I was ready to crawl under the table. Yeah, you were shivering and crying? Afraid? 
wet myself a little bit, but that's all right. Here's the pitch. I'm all outside. But you know what? We're continuing to celebrate masculinity on this podcast. Even though I wasn't the best example of that on that foul ball. You know, one thing about uh, masculinity is you have to extend forgiveness and understanding. And I, I, I don't think that you, you never say sorry. Fly ball to right field. And, and it hits and drives in front of Evan Vivitel. And they got something cooking here with back-to-back hits. And who's up? Jake Moore. Jake Moore. Oh, Jake. And uh, Caden hands on deck. They're using, a, I think, a uh, courtesy runner. Jake Moore is up. Another great athlete the Sigourney Savages have at their disposal. They play together in football and wrestling, too, I believe. They do. So- and soccer, too. They, they had soccer, quite yeah. a soccer team, huh? They did, yeah. They, they won a sub-state game, I think. Also do the trap shooting together. Here's the pitch. Communities, you know, sometimes they work together, and sometimes they... Sometimes it's a blood sport when they're in there together, but... Uh, it's always such a big event, you know. There's hundreds of people here for this. Here's the pitch. Ball outside. Two balls, no strikes. One out. Runners at first and second. It will uh, break the confidence a little bit if they score some runs here. Ground ball. Down the third baseman. He steps on third. Gets him out. He wasn't able to get anything else because it's quite a run, and he barely beat him. But Billy Kindred with a great play there, and that's two outs. If they can, and but here it is, Caden Clarehan. Okay. With two on and two out. An absolute hustle play there. Billy Kindred at third runner. Wouldn't be impossible to walk him here, but it would be a a tough spot to do it in. Here comes the pitch, and it's a hit, and it's a foul ball, but it's deep. About three-fourths the way down the line there. One ball and no strikes. Probably got out in front of a, a change-up or something there, you know. I think so, too, yeah. Uh, but it turns out to be a long and loud out. Or long and long, long and loud strike. Yep. No Caden, balls and one strikes. Caden Clarion really looking He did get a strikeout on him. He's got a hit and a strikeout and a walk in his game today. Not a lot of uh, going through the lineup tonight. Here's a pitch. Ground ball, third base, pass third baseman. And that's going to be at least a double. One run is in. Another run's coming in. Nope, he stops. He throw back. I think he's, oh, he's safe. I thought he was out, but he was safe. He got back in there. What a great uh, uh, play to get the ball back that at third base. And I was lucky that they skipped that other run in. But uh, Colton Clarehan comes through, drives in another run. Uh, with a screeching hit. Yes, absolutely pounded the ball down the third baseline. The ball explodes off of his bat, doesn't it? I just, yeah. I, I don't know if you know of anybody that's hitting the ball that hard, but uh, uh, I haven't seen it yet. No, he's definitely the most explosive hitter that I've seen uh, Kyoto Eagles play. 
We're making some kind of a move or something here. Courtesy runner, courtesy runner coming in, I think. Tons of fun. Isaac Brown's at the plate. And they have doubled up the Coyote Eagles now, 4-2. to two. Yeah, yeah. That second run in, uh, Caden Clarehan comes out and a courtesy runner, number three. And that is uh, Lincoln Powers. So Lincoln Powers at second base. The lefty-lefty matchup. Here comes the pitch. Strike one on the inside corner. Tons of fun. Bruns thought that was a little inside. This kid can play basketball really good. He plays everything really good. He's a great player. Football, baseball, basketball. Here's the pitch. Strike on the inside corner. He's really working that inside corner. Here we go. Here we go. Not a bad outing. Seven innings and only four runs given up. You know, and a few hits, a few strikeouts here and there. But uh, here's the pitch. Line drive. Foul, fair ball, foul ball, I can't tell. Catcher's interference. That actually might have kept a run from scoring, to be honest with you. I didn't see that. But that brings up Max Phillips. Max Phillips got a couple RBIs in this game. Here comes the pitch. Outside. No balls in the strike. Two outs. Runners at second and third. Here's the pitch. Ball outside. Well, I still think all you really need to do is just get this out and then get to work with the bats. Two runs is not impossible to get. Not at all. We'll but be, you don't uh, want, you know, three runs is tougher. Four runs will be tougher than that. So one ball and one strike. Here's the pitch. Fly ball to right field. Evan Vivito chases it. He catches, he drops it. One run is in. Two runs is in. What could have held them down uh, turned out to pop out of the glove and allow a couple more runs to come in and leave a runner at second base. Those will be unearned runs. But the uh, almost perfect outfield defense couldn't last forever. And it's 7-2. to two. Here's the pitch. Strike right on in there. Number two is up, and that is Reed Molinax, who's homered in his last at bat. Here comes the pitch. Strike right in there. Well, I'm thinking at least co-MVPs for the game. Maybe even three of them. Here's the pitch. Round ball. Foul. Go Reed. Two balls. Two er, no balls and two strikes. Two outs. Runner at second base. Seven runs across for the Sigourney Savages. Here's the pitch. 
just outside. Reed Molinex with a home run in his last at bat to put his team up by one. Here comes the pitch. Ball inside. Sigurdy looking to go for it two this season. There's the pitch. Strike three, a great curveball on the outside. And he puts it into the inning. Bottom of the seventh coming up. Leo's Rips is the sponsor of this evening. If you like to, if you like high school sports and you like it on Round Guy Radio, please go to YouTube, Round Guy Radio Live. You might have to type in Leo's Rips to get to there and subscribe to it. It will help us provide you with the better coverage than we've ever given you before. Is that still Shafronic out there? Yes, sir. Well, he's in his third inning of work as he came in with no outs in the first two. One run came in, but it wasn't charged to him. So I'm thinking Shafronic. I'm thinking Reed Molinex. I'm on even interview Max Phillips. What do you think? Yeah, you know, I think uh, Ty Shafronic has played a phenomenal baseball game. Um, you know, Reed with that blast really gave some momentum over to Sigourney. Well, plus Reed really pitched great, too. You know, I mean. If Sigourney loses, they'll, or Kyoto loses, they'll be 3-3 three and three on the year. And uh, Sigourney will move to 3-1. and one. Sigourney's cruising. Sigourney's got two more games this week. Caleb Waterhouse here at the plate. Caleb Waterhouse. I guess he can come back down and do it. Strike right down the middle. I don't know what he was looking for. But when you're dreaming about pitches coming in, that's the one you dream about. No balls and a strike. Two out. Or, or seventh inning, bottom of seventh inning. Foul ball. Two strikes. Is it no balls and two strikes? Yes, sir. Oh, two count. No balls and two strikes. Down five runs. They need a five-run inning to tie this thing up. They want to move it into the eighth inning. Or they could just go ahead and win it here with six. But runs have been tough to get against Sigourney today. Yes, they have. And there's been a couple times they left the bases loaded, too, which uh, may be a nightmare for them as they look back on this case. Here comes the pitch. Ball inside. It's not always bad to kind of dust a guy off a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yep, buzz the tower, make him think about it a minute. One ball, two strikes, nobody out. Ground ball to the second baseman. He feels it, he fires, and here's an out. And for the most part, Sigourney's defense uh, has just been stellar all night. Yeah, been good. Especially for a high school game, you know. And it doesn't seem like uh, early in the season we just basically saw terrible defense. And a week later, we're seeing fantastic defense. It just shows how quickly these guys pick this stuff up. You know, the middle infield for Sigourney tonight, really having a nice game. Here's the pitch. 
Well, I'm really proud of this broadcast. No homophobic or racist remarks so far. Two for two. But we can't guarantee it, folks. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss! Cole Kendrick. He had a nice, one of the nicer hit balls this game, but there it is. He drives it to center field. The center field is going back. He's going back some more. He can't get to it. Cole is getting into second base, and maybe Kyoto does have a little life left in him. Big knock. Cole Kendrick dead center. Isaac Brunch just can't quite handle it. Gets off the glove. Well, Evan Vivito uses the same bat as uh, Cole Kendrick. That was the best hit Cole Kendrick's had this year this year everybody seems to you know be dangerous there isn't anybody on this lineup to go you know we can just get past that's right a lot of dust out here today i guess there's a kind of a smoke advisory or uh, something unclean and almost dangerous levels of uh, dust in the air the wind's died off again, though, you know, a little bit here. It doesn't Sun's go going down. Still. The temperature's dropped a little bit. It's a lot more comfortable than it was at the beginning of the game. There's a nice little breeze. Sophronic. A swing and a miss for Evan Vivito. He had three hits last game. That was one of the best games I've ever seen him play as far as, you know, really meeting the ball. One ball, one strike, one out, one on. Seventh inning. Swing and a miss. One ball and two strikes. This inning is brought to you by Leo's Rips. It's a YouTube show on uh, Round Guy Radio Live YouTube channel. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a ground ball. The shortstop gobbles it up. He fires over. A nice catch. And here's two outs and a runner at third base. Well, our hopes are dwindling uh, as we speak. Everybody's getting the ball, bat on the ball, but uh, the defense is just stellar for the city. A lot of excitement over on the softball field. Evan or Aiden Anderson. He's looking to extend this game a little bit. Oh, ball just barely misses the low and inside corner of the plate. Ball one. Runner at third. Two outs. Chifronic is not allowed to run himself in this game. That's a strike. Aiden Anderson has a nice hit in this game, too. Yeah, he does. Really Been pitched on base a good game. Lot, pitched a great game. Here's the pitch. Ball downstairs. Two balls and a strike. You know, if he gets on, you know, then you've got, you know, three runs. That, you know, the, the batter would be the third run. That'd be seven to five. We'd be right back in this game. Here comes the pitch. Right two. I don't know why he didn't swing at that one. You know, Chase Searing has had a really hot bat this year so yeah. far. So you Chase don't know what could happen. You know, he could start helping plate some runs here. Here comes the pitch. 
Ball upstairs, three and two. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. Bottom of the seventh inning. The uh, tying runs in the hole. It would be after this if he gets on. It's in the hole. There's the pitch. Ball upstairs, he walked him. He's got kind of a sour look on his face. Yeah, Ty thought that was a strike. And Chase Searin, one of the hottest hitters the Coyote Eagles have. Mm -hmm. He he dabbled with the home run in the last game. There's the pitch. Ball upstairs. Normally you'd try to send that guy down a second, but in this situation, uh, you just can't risk taking making an out. Let's go, Ty. Well, we're really having a great season this year. We've seen great ball game after great ball game. Yeah, that's been fun. Round guy radio game of the week. Strike one. One ball. One strike. Chase Deere, he let a ball that he could extend his arms out on pass by. Aiden Anderson over at first base. There's the pitch. Who's at third? Cole Kendrick. Cole Kendrick. Cole Kendrick's over at third. Aiden Anderson at first. They're down five. They're down to their last batter. Two balls and a strike. Two outs. Shafroni just rears back and throws it behind Searin. Chase Searin got after that one, but he's a little behind it. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, two on. Lots of deuces. The deuces are wild. Here's the pitch. Foul ball. And we're still at two and two. Let's see if Chase can continue to protect this at bat. There's a lot of anxiety here all of a sudden. Whatever that means. The suspense is incredible. I never heard that word until I was like 45. Here's the pitch. Fly ball to right field. The right fielder gets underneath it and he does bring it home. And that is that, folks. Well, Andy, uh, surmise the game this like kind of bringing it all together. Yeah, it was a heck of a ball game top to bottom. Really two great pitchers, Aiden Anderson and Reed Molnex facing off against each other. Great to see uh, these two uh, teams get together and play. They play sports together off of the baseball field. But uh, hot bats for both teams, I'd say, tonight. Lots of runs coming in. Looked like it might have been a defensive effort to start the game, but uh, ended up being Sigourney on top here, especially in the uh, top of that seventh inning where they kind of came apart on a couple of errors made by the Kyoto Eagles. And that's been kind of the bugaboo for Kyoto early in this season is uh, the errors costing runs, and that's exactly what happened here. Well, so. another hard-fought win. All three wins that they've got, they've really had to have, you know, 3-1 win and uh, uh, winning, uh, I think it was 7-5 or something like that against Wilton in overtime. Uh, they'll be able to win games, but they are 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 having a battle to get it done. But what uh, a great start to the season. Well, we will be back with the post-game show, and uh, we'll have a couple of uh, players of the game to talk to. Thanks for listening. Well, uh, thanks to the Packwood Locker of Packwood Iowa, we're going to bring you the post-game show. We've got three uh, players of the game. we got Max Phillips here. Max, you had a double that drove in two runs that got your team on the board for the first time. Uh, pretty great game, uh, really hard-fought win. Uh, we didn't know what was going to happen as the game full unfolded. You guys kind of got some runs there really late and kind of stretched it out. But uh, 
What kind of pitches were you seeing? A a uh, Aiden Anderson's a great pitcher, uh, but you were able to get the bat on the ball. Uh, uh, tell, walk us through that at bat where you drove in those two runs. Um, I was just trying to stay within myself and do everything I could possible to just try and get my team going, I guess. Well, you know, that, that hit really got the game going. Uh, there had been no, no scoring up till then. Congratulations on a very timely hit and uh, being named in the play. Reed, uh, you started the game. Uh, really did a great job, held them down defensively, but you hit the big home run that put your team up on top. I don't know what you're happy about, how you pitched, or, or that big home run that you hit, uh, but uh, you guys, uh, Sigourney may be leading the, the state in home runs. That's the third run out of the team. Uh, uh, let's, well, let's, let's go to that home run that you hit. Uh, uh, did the ball just get right where you wanted it and you got the barrel on it? Was you surprised, or, or, or do you feel like you got the power like that normally? I think I got the power. Usually it goes foul, though, but Aiden Anderson, he's a good pitcher, you know, but he put one right down the middle for me, and I just ripped it. And with no outs, and with two outs, I mean, and nobody on, uh, you put your team up on front, and then Ty Shafronik, you came in mm -hmm. uh, to the game with the bases loaded and nobody out with the two-to-one lead. Uh, you gave up a fly ball to right field that let a, that, that one run in, but uh, from that point on, you uh, – Really, uh, your defense played great behind you, but you stayed in the strike zone all night long, and you were able to work in and out of trouble, but not let any more runs come in, and you got the win tonight. Uh, talk, talk a little bit about uh, the situation that you came into and how your pitches and, and maybe your defense got you out of that well, game. Well, came, came in, we were up 2-1, and then, yeah, that pop fly got them scoring them, but I didn't really worry about it because I have a good defense behind me, and I know my defense will put in the work for me if they do hit the ball. I mean, I you gotta trust their defense and you gotta trust their bats too. So, well, Lee Crawford coach teams always do the fundamentals well. You guys did the fundamentals well, uh, and uh, and you guys got out of it. Well, congratulations! Thanks for being with us today. Round Guy Radio Sports has been brought to you by these great sponsors: McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto. For all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs, Jennifer Fagan of Neighbor Insurance has the knowledge and expertise to properly insure your auto, home, life, business, farm, and crops. Along with this experience comes compassion and the sense of urgency to help you when it is needed most when you need to file a claim. Jennifer Fagan is not just an insurance agent. She is your neighbor. Contact Jennifer at jennifer at neighborinsurance.com. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa. For all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. And Richardson Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa.